Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So as you guys have probably all heard by now, longtime California Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein passed away. She passed away last week at the age of 90. She had been in very poor health for some time and she wasn't planning to run again in 2024. There were already three Democrats vying for her seat. Uh, Adam Schiff, who is an establishment favorite due to his corporate donor ties. And then you have two progressive leaders who fight against our corporate overlords, uh, Katie Porter and Barbara Lee. So California Governor Gavin Newsom had already made the announcement that if Feinstein's seat was to open up prior to the election, he would appoint a black woman but not as an like a real appointment. He said basically, or he in, implied that it would be what's known as a caretaker of Feinstein's position. Because although Barbara Lee is a black woman, Newsom said he didn't want to put his finger on the scale for the 2024 election. So he didn't want to appoint anyone who was currently running for Feinstein's seat. And whomever he chose as the caretaker, he implied, like I said, that they wouldn't be eligible to run in 2024. You know, he used the excuse that incumbents are more likely to win in an election, so we give them an unfair advantage. Well, those of us on the progressive left knew this was likely a BS excuse because Newsom is a corporate Democrat for the most part. He is immediately flip-flopped on this whole caretaker thing because he has now appointed a replacement, a full-on replacement for Feinstein. And a spokesperson for his office confirmed he didn't ask for any prior commitment that she won't run in 2024. And here's the thing. Newsom has done some good things for California, things that I like, right? Like the $20 minimum wage for fast food workers, the free breakfast and lunch for all school children, a lot of good things. But then he also sides with big business and wealthy donors when push comes to shove. For example, he literally just vetoed a bill that would grant unemployment benefits to workers who are on strike. Last year, he completely went back on his word to implement a single-payer healthcare system in California. He, when he was campaigning in 2018, Newsom said, quote, I'm tired of politicians saying that they support single-payer, but that it's too soon, too expensive, or someone else's problem. Well, last year, 2022, he expanded Medi-Cal coverage for undocumented immigrants, which I'm not against at all, but then he completely backtracked on his support for single-payer coverage for the rest of us in California. So it came as no surprise that he refused to appoint a true progressive to fill Feinstein's seat. And he's using the typical identity politics, the smoke and mirrors of that, to fool voters into thinking that she is a true progressive. Newsom appointed LaFonza Butler. So she will complete Feinstein's term. On paper, she sounds like a great choice. She is an openly gay black woman. She is the president of Emily's List, which is the group that works to elect pro-choice Democrats. And mainstream media, keeps falsely repeating that she is pro-labor, she's pro-worker, she's, you know, a, a former uh, union leader. But if you dig deeper, her record is very mixed in regard to workers' rights. Yes, she did serve 
as the president of a union for home health care workers, for nursing home workers. But in 2019, she also worked for or with Uber to try to help them fight against a California law that would classify their drivers as employees. So it would entitle them to benefits. It would give them other protections. So, you know, I, I don't know what to make of her. Just as with Newsom, you know, her history isn't clear cut. It's hard to trust someone who seems, at least from those things, more driven by money than ideology or principles. I'm all for representation and leadership. I think it's great that she's a black woman. I think it's you know great that she's openly gay, but I'm not sold on this choice. And I think it's bullshit that number one, Newsom didn't demand that she not run in 2024. He said, I don't wanna put my finger on the scale. And now he's allowing her to make that decision herself. And then number two, she's not even a California resident. She owns a home in California and she used to live in California, but she currently resides in Maryland. And as a Californian, Barbara Lee would have been my number one pick. Barbara Lee, I mean, if he's going to pick a black woman, Barbara Lee, 100%. If he was going to pick anyone in general, you know, I would say Barbara Lee or Katie Porter. Either one of them I would be so excited about. And even the Congressional Black Caucus wrote a letter to Newsom and they encouraged him to appoint Lee. And he just ignored them. I mean, I guess we should be happy that he didn't appoint Meghan Markle. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that was being floated on Twitter over the weekend. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't even do her own podcast interview. So no, I actually want someone who's willing to work. Um, you know, she might be a lovely person, but doesn't seem to really want to roll up her sleeves and get in there and do the dirty work. So anyway, uh, I will let you all know if I hear any more. But yeah, this is not going to go over well with the progressives in the state like myself. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for watching and listening, everyone. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. Truly appreciate it. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.